You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This is Greg Likens, formerly host of the Finsiders, currently with 790 The Ticket in Miami, and you're listening to On the Finside. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the Finside. All right, Dolphins fans, welcome back to another episode of On the Fin Side. This is Paul Pickens Jr., and today I'll be sitting down to talk with NFL draft prospect Pat Gamble, the hybrid defensive tackle defensive end from Georgia Tech. Make sure you follow our show on YouTube, Spreaker, iTunes, and Stitcher, as well as on Facebook and Twitter. Pat, huge thanks for joining us today, man. How you doing? I'm pretty good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing good, man. I'm glad to be sitting down talking with you. I know you're going through a crazy process out there right now, but before we dive too much into that, let our listeners know a little bit about Pat Gamble, the person, where you come from. Oh, yeah, man. I'm uh, from Carrollton, Georgia, man. I uh, grew up here. I grew up at Carrollton. Uh, been playing football, man, since I was five years old, man. Always been a big part of my life. I love the game. It's just been my dream to be able to, you know, be on this level and uh, be able to have a chance to even play on the NFL level, man. It's always been my dream. And, and you know, it's, a, it's just a blessing for this uh, to be to be coming true. Now, Every time I've heard you in an interview talk about football, there's one word that always comes up in, I think, every interview you've ever done. And I kind of want to ask you about that. Having a little bit of background with football and stuff like that, I know it's a big concept out there, but you talk a lot about family in regards to the team, in regards to the people you play with. Tell us a little bit about what that means to you. Uh, it means a lot, man, because of the, at the end of the day, man, when you step out on the field, man, you're not, you're not just representing yourself, you know, or you step out. In the real world, wherever you go, you know, you're never representing just yourself, man. You're representing some, something much bigger than that. So, you know, every time, you know, I play on the field or if I'm off the field, you know, I always think about my family. And, you know, even if I'm from part of a, a football team, you know, I think about them. You know, I want to look good. I want to see a positive impact on both my, my family and my, my friends and, and my teammates, anything. You know, I, I always take that big in my life. Now, I got to ask you, just because we're talking about a little bit of your team here, what, what is Section 8 and, what is that, and what's that mean out there? Uh, oh, man, Section 8 uh, is a little name we came up with um, as a D-line, uh, defensive line group. You know, uh, usually, you know, it's always probably we usually rotate like around eight guys, you know, during the game, starting four, and then we got four that, that kind of roll in, man, and, you know, if, if anybody who's played as a lineman, you know, it's real, it's real dirty, it's grinding, you know, it's a real grind down there. And, you know, coming, it's uh, a Section 8 is uh, apartment homes, man, where it's kind of rough, kind of rough being there, it's kind of rough growing up in a Section 8 environment. So, you know, we just we just embrace that and, and use it as our group name, you know, 
that the show that we love, we love to get get down and dirty and, and grimy, and you know playing in those trenches, man. Because at the end of the day, man, you gotta you gotta have it. You gotta have that grit uh, playing in those trenches. So you know, this is the name we came up with as a as a D line group, and you know, just something to bring us closer together. Hey, nothing wrong with that, man. Defensive line, you got to get muddy and bloody out there. So I'm with you. It's 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 a good thing, man. Now you came out of high school as a defensive end. Went to Georgia Tech. I know you had interest from a number of other schools out there. And came in as a defensive tackle. Predominantly played defensive tackle. I know you slid in in a little further to nose once or twice. I know you slid back out to defensive end a couple of times. How do you see yourself as a fit at the NFL level? Uh, I feel like since I, I played, you know, those, the, the three techniques, the end, you know, I think I can bring a lot of versatility to a team. You know, you can I can sli- I can slide out and play in. I can slide in and and play the play the defensive tackle position. You know, uh, so I think that that really uh, helps me in regards to uh, NFL team. You know, I can I can the fact that I can play both. And um, I think that my size allows me to play play both. So I think that's that's the tool and being able to play both inside and out. Pat, we lost a little bit of your answer there. You want to throw it back out for us? Oh yeah, I was just saying. The fact that I can play inside and out is, is always good. It's good to be able to show that versatility and it'll help me at the end of the day. The fact that I've, I've played both inside and out, you know, because I can slide out and play the defensive end and I can slide in and play the DT. So, you know, I think that's a that's a good thing, you know, the NFL teams are will be looking for. So uh, I think the fact that uh, my versatility can bring a lot to an NFL team. Now, everybody's always looking at measurables with all these players these days. It's it's crazy the level that this gets to now. Now, you have two measurables that some folks may look at and, and raise an eyebrow. One of them is the fact that you're, you're 277 playing defensive tackle. It, it's, it's more of a 3-4 defensive end build. So I know some folks will have questions about that. What, what would you say to a team that questions the fact that you're 277 in, in an area that a lot of people are 300-plus? I would tell them that now, you know, since I played the season, at uh, 277, but the fact that I was I was playing at 277, I was on the field, you know, the majority of the game, you know, uh, being that senior leader and, you know, just trying to be out there to make an impact for my team. Actually, now, you know, I've uh, bulked up a lot this offseason. I'm uh, now weighing about 294. Ooh. So, you know, I've, I've bulked up, up a, a good bit, you know, and um, hopefully, you know, the team brings bring me in, you know, you see my hard work ethic, and and knew that, you know, I had I knew I had to bulk up to, to play uh defensive defensive tackle or defensive in the league. So you know I did that just to to make myself better. So I'll tell them that now uh, I'm not 277 no more. I'm uh, 294. Now another measurable that jumps off the page is your wingspan and hand size, and I and I know that. That sounds like a goofy question to ask, but I heard a rumor that you got a pretty substantial one. What, what do you got there? Uh, my arms uh, at Pro Day, I, they measured my arms at uh, 36 and a half inches long. So, uh, and my hands were like, 10 and a half, 10 and a half, I think. Yeah, I want to say 10 and a half. So, Whew. so that's a 72-inch wingspan you got there, but without counting your yes, shoulders? Oof. Yes, sir. Oof. <laughs> That's all I can say to that, man. <laughs> yeah, so man, I, I, it helped me a lot during games. I can tell you that. <laughs> now I know you played with a torn labrum reportedly throughout your entire senior year. How did that affect you? And and, and what do you, what's your recovery looking like right now? 
it didn't affect me as, as as much as I thought it would. You know, uh, just the fact that I just had to fight through some pain during playing a little bit. But you know, I, I I wanted to do it. You know, for our brothers on the team. You know, I wanted to play through that. And the fact is, my senior year, you know, I really wanted to be out there with my team. You know, so it was definitely worth it in all aspects. And I end up having uh, my best year since I've been at Tech. You know, really show what I can do. Right now, my recovery is a. Uh, I should be I should be fully recovered by May, May to June. So my recovery is going great. You know I'm running and moving around, changing direction. So you know it's going great. I'm looking good for me to be be back in in May to June. Now you look at defensive tackles. Normally you see a stat line sometimes of one or two tackles in a game, and that's actually a great game that they had because of the responsibilities et cetera across that defensive line. I took a look at your stats for your senior year. Your last game of the regular season, 11 total tackles. And then in the Tax Slayer Bowl, you had seven tackles and two sacks? Yes, sir. <laughs> from the defensive tackle position? Yes, sir. That's definitely putting a statement on the end of your career in college, man. What, what did that mean to you having those two big games to close it out? Oh, man, it meant a lot. You know, uh, I, I really wanted to close out my career you know, on a high level and help my team win those games. Those were two very important games. You know, the last one was against our rival, Georgia, and um, playing a tax player player bowl against Kentucky, man. I just It was big for for me to have those big games for my team because, you know, I knew we needed it and needed it from the the defensive line position, man. So, you know, it was real big for me to to help and contribute our teams to get those Ws. Now – yeah, and, and feel free to not answer. I know sometimes teams are okay with this. Sometimes teams aren't. Have you had m- many inquiries from a lot of the reps around the league? And are there some of the teams you can tell us that you've talked with a little bit looking at the draft coming up? Uh, man, I've talked to a few teams. I've talked to the Bucks a little bit. Um, the Dolphins actually called me, you know, asked me a little bit about my background, you know, and a few other teams. But, you know, it's, it's, going, it's going pretty well for me, I think. You know, I think some, some teams are definitely – uh, keep an eye out for me, so that's always good, you know. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, all I need is, is just one shot and go out there and you know perform and show the team what I can do. What are some goals that you've set for yourself at the next level? Oh uh, man, I, I really, you know, my goal is to be able to come in there, uh, be on a fifty-three man, and you know contribute and help help the team win, man. And you know, further down the line of my career, man, I I lo- I love to be. A, a great starter in the NFL, and you know, hopefully, you know, have a long, thriving career. And, that, and any other accolades that come with that, man, will be a blessing. At the end of the day, you know, I just want to play in the NFL and you know, help a team win games. Now, hypothetical scenario: an NFL general manager, and we're going to use Chris Greer in this in this example because you know this is a Dolphins themed show, even though we cover the rest of the NFL. Chris Greer sitting there. He's got four names in front of him and a draft pick, and your name is one of those names. You have the opportunity to talk to him. What would you say to convince him that you are the guy to go with there? I would tell him that, you know, I'm I'm a hard worker. I come to work every day. I grind every day. And I, and my, and I think, you know, my potential is very high. I have a high upside, man. And, you know, I'm never going to let an uh, injury or, or uh, being hurt or a bad play or anything, you know, affect my play on the field. You know, I'm going to come to work every day, give it 100% and, and and be out there and play for the organization and represent the organization greatly 
on off the field. So that's what I'll be able to tell them. If you ended up on the Dolphins, you'd be playing alongside some some guys that a few people know, names Indomitian Sue and Cameron Wake along that defensive line. What would you look to take away from players like that in terms of learning and, and relationship? I would I would rather just take away, you know, learn how to be a pro, man. Come to work every day, how to prepare, how to prepare better, you know, uh, watch film better with them guys, uh, and also just take take in, you know, all the technique and and handwork they use to to make themselves as successful as they are in the NFL. So that's what I would take and try to take away from them guys. Now I know an NFL career ha- has a finite lifespan. What is what's something you're looking to do after your NFL career? Uh, after my NFL career, man, I would love to get in some some producing, you know, produce some videos, the music, those type type of things, you know, really be in the in the production side of things, because um, you know I love movies and I love you know uh, music a lot. So that's what that's what I did. You know, got my degree and got my degree in media at Tech. So that's definitely something that I want to get get into. You know, after the game's all said and done. That's a great outlook, man. It's it's always nice hearing when people have, have the plans for both now and later. Now, one of the big things I know with a lot of NFL teams these days, uh, I know with your, your agency that you're signed on with, is involvement in the community. I know the Dolphins have the largest single fundraiser throughout the NFL on an annual basis. What can fans expect to see from you in terms of community involvement? Oh man, I, you know I'm big in the community since I came from a you know a real big a real small town man. Um, you know just that's respect for me to come out there and you know help whenever needed. You know um, I come out there and lend a hand and you know uh, help kids out man to 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 be able to achieve their dreams just like you know I I have, I have you know so uh, they can always expect that from me to you know always lend a hand and. Help help other kids out, man, to to achieve their dreams and, and make them better. Always a great thing, man. Couple last questions here before we let you go. Is there anything that you want to promote or share that you have going on out there? I mean, this this is your soapbox. Go ahead, jump up on it, and uh, whatever you want to say right now, man. Uh, I don't have too much to promote, man. I just uh, just love to say, you know, I'm thankful for the opportunity, you know, to be in this situation and. Um, for any NFL team that that's that's looking at me, you know, there's there's no I, I love this game and you know I'm all way and I'm ready to play I'm ready to play ball. So I mean that's that's the only thing I'll have to say. All right. Well huge thanks from us. Final question for you, and I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm really interested to hear your answer based on a previous answer you had. This is a question that nobody has gotten away from this show without answering, just so you know, whether it's Dolphins CEO Tom Garfinkel, guys the Dolphins got up in the ring of honor media members, agents, you name it. Your agent even had to answer it himself. You pull up to a red light. You're in your car. You got your music player hooked up to the radio. You got it on shuffle with all the songs you got stored on it, whether it's your iPod or your phone. One song ends. You've got it blaring over the the radio. What is the one song you have in that music player that you hope does not come on for everybody standing around to hear? (laughs) That I hope that don't come on? Oh, yep. Jeez. Uh, something that don't come on, man. I would hate to be the big guy in the in the car blasting Beyonce <laughs> lemonade. I think that would be that would be a problem. <laughs> 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 that, that that is definitely a good answer, man. 
Uh, all right, Pat. Well, hey, for from us here at On the Fin Side, huge thank you for joining the show. For our listeners out there, make sure you follow us out on Spreaker, on iTunes, on YouTube, on Stitcher, and more. Follow us out on Facebook and Twitter as well, at On the Fin Side. And if it's not on the right side, it's not on the left side, it is On the Fin Side. So, Lodi, take us home. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. Listen, Dolphins fans across the land all tuning in To see what Brian, Cat, and Paul about to do again We rep our team, you can't change, stop or ruin it All we need is to figure what to do to win Fins Radio, live and direct Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth So you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save